yeah, 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 It's nothing mm. like good bourbon on a Thursday. What am I drinking, Derry? I'm drinking, I think, I'm drinking vodka. So, hey, vodka, no chaser. Pray for me, y'all. Well, well, this is the first time I've I've drank straight with no chaser in Data University history. Your world is about to change. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Happy Thursday. I am in an amazing mood. Same, same, same. Charles, why are you in an amazing mood? Well, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, I'm going there. I, I, I know, I know, I know. Um, let's let's do our intro first, sure. so people know who the hell we are and what Absolutely. we're doing. Absolutely. <laughs> well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We are. Dating University. I am your co-host Charles, along with Brittany Beverly, Professor Brittany. Indeed, indeed, indeed. We're here on Dating University. We discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, of all things dating and relationships. Indeed. Thank you all for spending some time with us this evening. While we're recording, thank you for your Spotify listeners who are going to be listening soon, 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 soon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, why am I in a good mood today? I'm in a good mood this whole week. Why am I in a good mood this whole week? Tell them, let them know. Baby, from what they tell me, they tell me I broke the internet. <laughs> I broke Facebook. My co-host broke the internet this week, you guys. <laughs> He mm. broke the internet. How did you break the internet, Charles? I uh, officially posted my girlfriend <gasps> on my private page. Yeah. Charles has a girlfriend. It's been a long time coming, y'all. It's been a long time coming, y'all. Y'all saw how we went through the good and the bad and the ugly of Charles dating. Indeed. Indeed. But he came out and it was a picture. Oh. I just, you could feel the love in that picture. You could just see black love in a picture, and I loved it. I loved and, it. It broke the internet, and yes. it broke some hearts, but that's okay. Hey, look, I don't, I, I, at this point, I don't even care. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Charles, congratulations from myself. Oh, thank you, my queen. On thank behalf you. of the class and Dating University, we congratulate you and your beautiful girlfriend, your beautiful, supporting, caring, kind-hearted girlfriend. We support you. Thank you to Charles's girlfriend for accepting us, accepting yes. the show, accepting yes. his content, and accepting the amount of time and effort that he has to put into the brand. So we salute you, too. Yes, The indeed. first lady of Dating University. Indeed, because she is right here, right next to me. Look at her. If y'all can see her face right now, she is just like. <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, it's, a, it's a hard thing to sit on, but you definitely um, held it down and you were such a great um, supporter of her as well. So I Absolutely. love it. I'm, yeah, I'm her biggest it. cheerleader. I'm definitely her biggest cheerleader. I know. And just getting to know her, it's a beautiful process. It's a very beautiful 
process. She's a sister of mine. Anyone that um, dates Charles is already a sister in my book. So welcome to the family. Indeed. Welcome, welcome. And you're getting congratulations across the board, Charles. You're I getting see y'all. Thank y'all so much, man. Y'all rock for real, for real. Thank you, Kiana. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Darius. Thank you, Lita. Thank you, Roger. <laughs> thank you, Dakeem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Life is good. Man. <laughs> Here okay. go Roger talking about congratulations, but I knew it. My man been peeping game from way deep. He yeah. game from way deep. I but we like, did a Roger. show on that. We did a show on that. Sometimes it's not for everybody to know when it first starts. You're getting Absolutely. to know each other. You're growing together. It's not for the public to interject their opinions and their influences. You guys came public on your time, and that's perfect. <clears throat> So it's like, you know, our, our dating university show came to life because we definitely talked about that coming public mm -hmm. when's a good time. And yeah, you know, what's so funny about, you know, what's so funny about the picture is that wasn't the one that was supposed to be posted. That was not the one that was supposed to be posted. The one that was supposed to be posted was a little risque, but we was just like, nah, nah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be, we're gonna be respectful. Post gonna be it anyways. Shit. Now I'm like, post it after the show. God no. <laughs> post it. Thinking, post thinking about it now? Hell no. <laughs> if you want to see Charles post the picture in the comment section below, type post it. I'm Love the teacher. Too. No. <laughs> I'm the teacher. No, that 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 goes into our own little personal role. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing though. It's it's such a beautiful story. It's a beautiful process. So, right. kudos. Right. I can't congratulate you two enough. So, okay, if I could do the whole show about that, I could and I would. But we can't. Yeah, you know, I'll take that adoration. You know, <laughs> it's like no, I'm be good. I'm be good. <laughs> I, I think Kelly, because you know when we both grown. started this, when we both started this show. And after this, I promise we'll get to tonight's topic. Right, right, right. After I mean, because it ties show, in with everything. It ties in with it's, everything. It's like we did a series on the journey. Y'all have literally seen both Charles and I on a journey throughout this dating world. Like we both started bitter and single. And so now, you know, you were able to see me, you know, in the beginning I was dating and then I met Derry. Funny enough, I did a show. We both did a show talking about the honeymoon phase. And that was on the, the exact day that Derry and I became official, but not public. Right. So we're talking right. about the honeymoon phase. I thought of that topic because I was speaking to myself, but I needed mm -hmm. to bounce stuff off of all of you all when you all had no idea that I had just entered into a relationship with a guy that would be my husband. And so, right. you know, you guys got to see me, you know, go public with him. You got to see him be a guest on the show talking about how we first met. And then you got to see us, you know, get engaged. And then Charles was in our wedding. So you saw a snippet of our wedding. So it's been mm -hmm. a journey for myself. So now you're able to see Charles go through his journey. You saw him single and now you've seen him, you know, in failed relationship attempts that were not for him. But now he's in a happy space mm -hmm. and I'm so happy to see it. I'm so yes. happy to see it. Yes, Long indeed. overdue. Long overdue. Long overdue. Long overdue. Cheers to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's right. a sad story because I'm like, 
on the verge of tears. Oh, don't do that. I'm such a sad. I'm such a sad. <laughs> Indeed. So, and Brittany, go ahead and introduce our topics for tonight. Yes. While so I before, finish some other in the background stuff. Sure. So before we get to our topic, I just want to pose a question to you, Charles, and to mm -hmm. our daters that are viewing. Welcome to everyone who's viewing. We thank you all for taking time out of your busy Thursday evenings to rock with us. We love you and we thank you and we appreciate you. So the question of the night to open us off to our topic is, does social media, does reality TV, do those two play a part in how you view dating and relationships? Lord, yes. How well, so? Social media for me. I'm not big on reality TV. Sure. Um, honestly, like I, some of the shows you were mentioning today, I was like, what? 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 What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Fine. Um, but social media plays a part. I wouldn't say it's the end all be all, but it plays a part. Um, especially when it comes to getting to know somebody. Because yeah. you really get to see who this person is via their social media. You sure. see who their friends are. You see what kind of stuff they post, stuff they kind of like, stuff they comment on, here, so, and therefore. Um, and it gives you a, a, a better idea because now it's unfiltered. Now it's not, you know, sure. it's not shined up and, 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 and put to, you know, put to, to like, on front street for you, you get to see who this sure. person like kind of really is. Like, okay, like, all right. And again, like you said, it, sh it shows um, the kind of people that they have around them, mm -hmm. you know, what kind of activities they're into. I mean, you get an idea, you know, of like how to approach a person, you know, and but uh, even the bad side of that, you still have people coming in people's inboxes and DMs sideways and dumb, which is like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I can say for myself, when I would see couples posting on social media, um, especially the stage photos, like around Christmas time in the matching pajamas Listen, or like the anniversary, the anniversary pictures, they were adorable. And I loved that. And I wanted, I wanted that. That made me want to get into a relationship. Like, Look, being in a relationship seems fun. It seems it seems like it adds value to to their lives. They're happy, they're smiling, but then, you know, looking at it, it's a picture. A picture a picture is worth a thousand words, but it also can hide a thousand emotions. Like who knows what was happening before, during and after that picture. We're looking at a still shot. We're looking at a still mm -hmm. frame. So we have no idea what's going on or the inner workings of said relationship. Um, the same looking at like videos that these, they flex you know, on the show. yeah, a lot of these couples, they there's some the, the matching pajamas, yo, they, flex, yo. They, they flex real hard, man. They do. I still feel a way about that. <laughs> and then you have like people that make a money and monetize off of being in a, in a relationship or being married. And so they post True. videos on Instagram and TikTok and they have hundreds and thousands and millions of followers and they make relationships look like the thing to do it they make it look fun they make it look appealing and then on the flip side you have people that take it a step further you have shows right now that are marketable just on the premise of love of relationships you have love after lockup you have married at first sight 
You have 90 Day Fiance. You have Love is Blind. You have The Bachelor. You have The Bachelorette. A lot of these shows center around the premise of some kind of romantic connection with another person. And they, they glamorize it and make it look beautiful. So our topic tonight is in looking at these reality TV shows and social media platforms, does that take away the validity of dating and relationships? Is it so glamorized that it, it makes us look at it from an unrealistic approach? Does it take away from the credibility of the work and the struggle behind it? That's what tonight's that's, show is about. That's that's a damn good topic. I'm, I'm down to discuss. Reason. I'm down to discuss. So what brought about this topic for me is, um, look, I watch a lot of reality TV, but the only premise of that is that it has to deal with dating and relationships because mm -hmm. it, it a gives gives me ideas on what we can talk about but b i'm always curious of how other couples navigate this this thing called life with a partner or partners in it mm -hmm. so i i love shows like love is blind i love shows like married at first sight i love shows like love after lockup i mean y'all the title alone love after lockup if you don't watch that show the premise of it is here's the here's the background you have somebody that is in prison they're incarcerated right you have them in prison and they meet someone outside of prison and they fall in love so they meet and connect through an online dance specifically catered to those people that want to date a prisoner so the show talks about numerous couples that meet this unconventional way, but you know, these prisoners end up getting out of jail and the camera follows them on their relationship journey. Some of the couples work, some of them don't. There are some storylines that are very linear where they come out of prison, they, they end up getting married and they're happily ever after. But then you have some, <laughs> you have some scenarios that are so outlandish that you question if this is reality or just a scripted something just for entertainment purposes. For example, mm. there is a man named Michael. Michael is married to a woman named Sarah. Okay. So you have a married man and a married woman. Mm -hmm. On the side, he also has a girlfriend uh. named Megan. Megan is a virgin. She is waiting for him to get out so that she can give him her virginity. She has no idea that Michael is married. So Michael gets out. He has to basically juggle two women. So you have the viewer stuck on the edge of their seats. Like, how is he going to pull this off? That sounds exhausting. It's very exhausting. But some way or somehow, the women end up meeting up. How does, yeah, like, like how, like how does, that, how does that even work? Like, you know, like yeah, that's yeah, that sounds like some like oh <laughs> like some just like uh on purpose accidental leak of right. information. Exactly. But you know what mm. the kicker is you gotta is, have drama, but you gotta have drama. Exactly. You know? The woman is pregnant, so the wife ends up getting pregnant. So she's oh, the wife pregnant. is pregnant. So now she ends up getting pregnant. So she's pregnant with their second child. And here he is with a girlfriend telling her, well, I'm going to divorce my wife and get with you. Ain't happening, Kevin. Right. So do you know what happens? He ends up meeting another girl, another woman. 
that he ends up you getting involved with. I'm already over it. I'm already over it. This, right. This is insane. So, I can so, see. I can see. I can see the appeal. I can see how it will drag you in if you allow it to. Because one thing I know about humans, we are attracted to bullcrap that ain't our bullcrap. Exactly. Exactly. But does that make? This is my question. Does it make you want to now go on this pen pal dating site for felons and see if you can find your shot at love? Because there are some couples on the show that actually meet people that they end up falling in love with. They get married and have multiple children. Like there's an inmate named Brittany. She met her husband, Marcelino. She got out of prison. They ended up having a really healthy relationship. They got married and now they have three kids together. They're fine. So does that mm. make somebody want to go online, meet a felon, get into a relationship in the hopes of getting married? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Do, do people think that this is a valid type of setup or it, was it just for entertainment purposes? Right. And that's and that's what I'm that's what I'm like kind of kind of going at, because even though this, this person was a felon and, you know, he got out and he married it. It doesn't make for scintillating television, if, as right. it were. You know what I'm saying? There's no right. real conflict. There's no drama. There's no, you know, I don't even know what to call it, but it's, uh, wow. Yeah, I, I'm blown away. Right. I don't have... So that's one show. So then let's go to a show that we talked about on one of our shows, Love is Blind. Now, you have that show two, I like. <laughs> so you have two people that, you know, they sit behind this partition. They get yes. to know each other. Yes. And the goal is by the end of how long did they have? Uh, I think it was like 13 weeks they had or something like that. But no, it was more, but it was more, but huh? To propose, I think they had like a week or right, so. Right, right. They had to propose. Like if they if they decided, you know, the two people behind this, this the screens that they wanted to meet face to face, the goal was for them to be proposed. To pro one was right. supposed to propose to the other, and right. it was like, all right, we're gonna you, they were kind of kind of forced into marriage or whatever, based right. off of like a, I guess what eight to twelve week kind right. of thing of you know just round robin dating as it were right and i mean it worked again, out for it worked out for it worked out for some it worked out for some and then that worked out for others right but again is that that goes to the whole like are you willing to go on a blind date like it some people most are people, so most people different. now these days know most people now but these days know exactly because they're worried about the fear of the unknown when you have several couples from this show that took that same risk and ended up meeting their soulmates. So again, you know, does that show have an impact on its viewers to say, you know what, I've tried the online dating. I've tried, you know, meeting people in person. Maybe I should try the blind approach. Maybe I should let, let one of my friends hook me up with somebody and be okay with that. Cause maybe it may work out. But that's not the case for a lot of people. You just have to be willing to take risks. But I think that show opened up the possibility for people to give it a shot. Like, hey, if it works for these people, it may work for me. Right. But then you have those where it did not work. 
Like, for example, it was Jessica and Mark. Oh, Jessica. And Mark, when she, so again, they're behind a partition. So you can be as attracted to someone's soul or their personality as much as you want. But when, when you see them in real life, there was no right. attraction on her end. So it didn't matter how much of a good person he was. The attraction is what ultimately caused her to say, I'm not invested in this. And that. Uh -huh. That's what happens. As much as as much as we want to sit here and preach, it's about the insides of a person. It's about their personality, how they treat me. You have to initially be That's attracted. After. Right. That's after. That's after. You gotta be attracted. And it's like, how how much can you grow from not mm. being attracted to someone? How much? Because at this point, are you forcing it? Or maybe you genuinely have to get to know their personality to like them. But in this show, you got to know the personality first. First, right. So that means you already have an emotional and and, and, and a, a mental connection with this person. It's, it's, it's very hard to walk away from that. Not saying that it's difficult. Not saying that it's impossible. But it's hard to walk away from something maybe. like that. Especially if you see somebody... That you really not feeling like physically, you'd be like, Yeah, he can have like, like yeah. I can maybe deal with you for a little bit. But I mean, but like you said, if it's not like one of those like mutual, like, damn, you fine, damn, you fine. Right. <laughs> like, can you imagine like you meet someone and y'all vibe behind this partition, Charles? And then when you meet her, she's like, Fiona from Shrek. I got a story to tell. <laughs> it's story time, kids. Here we go. <laughs> Let me take a step, y'all. Oh my god. Um, and I think I've told this story before on the show. I, I'm not entirely sure, I, but yeah, it, I it is a, it is a. Oh, that show. Oh, that that, that man. That that blew my mind. So, uh, this was back when. AOL was popping. Yeah. My favorite yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> back when AOL was yeah, back when AOL was popping. Um, you know, the chat rooms was heavy, you know what I'm saying? It was the internet was a teenager, you know, whatever. Um met this woman, we vibed, we we really, really vibed. We wound up exchanging numbers. Everything was great. It was cool. And sending pictures back then was like a, a huge deal. I mean, you'd be uh -oh. like downloading that motherfucker forever. Trying yeah. to wait for this picture to come. Yes. Fast forward, and we finally set a date where we would meet face to face. Sure. Uh, like I said, I vibed with this woman. Okay, you vibed. We connected on a lot of things. Okay. She showed up to my door. She showed up. Okay. Showed up. What does she look like? Because you know you got to be... You got... What does she look like? The opposite end of the spectrum of Naomi Campbell. Because you know you got to be politically correct these days. You can't fool my... Anyway. Um, yeah, she was... Definitely not my cup of tea, bro. Like at all. Can you just can you describe her for our viewers out there that may be listening? It was a visual. 
she was about five, six. Okay. She was about pushing 400. Good night. So she was like, <laughs> Show's over. Show's over. Who we'll cut off a stream? She Show's cut over. off a stream. She, she was how much? She was this way. Like, her oh, wow. face was. Hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. Face was not a good face. I'm going to. I'm going to. Like, hmm. Her face was not a good face. Okay, I'm not gonna make you. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna. We're not gonna continue to do anything. to say the entire night was a, a whole disaster. Like it, it just, it just, my whole high was blown. I was ready for her to leave. I was like, no. <laughs> so again, you can have this, you know, great connection with somebody, and. But if if the physical attraction isn't there, it's just yeah. just not it, Chief. Well, let know. me tell you my gripe with that show. My only gripe with that show. I love the the overall idea and the inspiration behind it. But my only my only disappointment with that show was the fact that they picked a lot of pretty people. Everybody, that was my only everybody beef with was that show. easy on the eye. Everybody was right. slender muscular, well-toned, um, considered the, the standard beauty, the typical mm -hmm. standard of beauty. Um, and the only, one, that, the only long, one that was the outlier was Mark. But even and, he's attractive. Even he's attractive even, he was attractive. He was, he was just like short in stature. That was He just wasn't only... attractive to her, but he's still attractive. He was you right, know, Latin American, dark, right. you know, darker complexion, nice. His hair was well put together. Um, you know, the even the African American woman, she was again nice in stature, nice hair, well put together. I want to see my overweight people win out here. What about Absolutely. people that are people yes. that are disabled? What about people yes. that are vertically challenged? Like I yes. want to see a different spectrum of beauty. Instead and of just always seeing all these 20-something, you know, like exactly. you said, statuesque, you know what I'm saying, chiseled people. Who you know live in the gym and eat air sandwiches all day, like. So yeah, that that was my gripe with that show. My finger is being broken at this moment. Ow! Damn, because somebody is a gym rat, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, 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 I really want to see a real. Like if you can if you can do if you can get real people for like Survivor and 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 you know the Amazing Race and you know all and guys grocery games and all if you can get all these regular looking people from there like I want to see like you said someone with a disability someone who's handicapped someone who has you know you know is not the quote unquote you know normal definition of beauty or, or what have you. I want to see those people get on. And granted, you have my 600-pound life, like Carrie says, but that show is based off of this people that are already weight. married. Like, right. the show chronicles an overweight person's life. I want to show that is about love that happens to feature people that are overweight. 
So the overall focus isn't that person person's weight. So that's my only gripe with, okay, this is not painting a realistic picture of what love looks like. You're slapping beauty standards on people that deserve love. So you're saying that people that are over, uh, you know, consider obese don't deserve love. You're saying that people that are of a certain stature don't deserve love. So that was my only issue with that show. I love the concept, but for me, it was, um, it fell flat in that area. Hmm. We're going to get to the bachelor and the bachelorette. Again, these people are model S looking people. But I think my my issue with this show, but it it sounds like it's scripted and unrealistic, but I think it's probably one of the most realistic, you know, dating shows out here. You have twenty. Well, what's the premise? Women, what's, what's the premise behind that show? Uh, twenty or thirty something women fighting for the affection of one man. Oh, oh. the oh. the oh. Bachelorette, oh. twenty or thirty Same. something men. Fighting for the love of one woman. That's dating. <laughs> That's dating. Believe it or yeah. not. Believe it or not. Like when you initially meet someone, whether it be online dating or you initially meet someone. Uh, you in the pool. Okay. <laughs> swim, swim. Michael Phelps. <laughs> you ain't the only one swimming there, ma'am or sir. Like that. That's realistic. You have women that will like make out with him, that will show up scantily clad. But those are the lengths that sometimes women have to go through to catch the attention of a man out here. Let's be quite yeah. honest. I've had men that say, you know what? This girl gave it up and I'm still waiting on you. Toodaloo then. Go deep sea diving in her. That's fine. You already know how I feel about that. Right. Or you have men that say, you know what? You gave it up too soon. I'm looking for someone a, a bit more chase. chase. Mm. That's a little bit more reserved. That's a little bit more modest. Mm. Okay, well, go find a Puritan. That's fine. <laughs> go to a monastery. Go to a monastery. See you there. Fine. So the lens that we have to go through for the affection and the attention of one man, like he's the only man on this planet, like the yeah, Charles, the way these women fought over this man, you would you would think he was the last man standing. Well, I mean, and the that's the whole the purpose, show, though, right? Right. I mean, because they, they want they want the screen time, they want the the, the FaceTime with yo, so they're gonna do what they gotta do. Yeah. No, it, it's it's amazing the lens that these men and women go to for the love of this one person. Like, so this person, you don't even know. Even... You just see a picture and it's like, well, I I want to marry him. I'm looking for love. I'm here to win his heart. Okay, so you are you? Know okay? that, you don't even know that man. Yeah. But there was one woman, I forgot the season, I forgot The Bachelor, but she didn't appreciate the fact that he had sex with another woman. Huh. She was turned off. She was like, yeah, I just... I don't feel like your heart is really in this with me if you can so freely have sex with somebody else. That's the nature of the game. That's the nature of the show, my love. You aren't in a committed nothing. relationship. He owes you nothing. Not a damn thing. It's a competition. If you think he exactly, that's exactly what it is, a competition. And if you think that he owes you exclusivity, then maybe you're on the wrong show. Yeah, you should have went on like 
I don't know. Was there a show that any like it was just like one person was one person and they kind of we're gonna get to the fan. This is okay. the show all that right, everybody right, wants right. to talk about. We're gonna go there because this is the show that everybody is watching now and that mm. everybody wants to talk about Married at First Sight. So for those that have not watched Married at First Sight, this show involves a man and a woman. There has not been a same-sex couple yet on, on Married at First Sight. But uh-huh. you have a man and a woman whose ultimate goal is to be married. That's their end goal. That's what they want. So they are going to get married. But they will not meet their respective prospective partner until the day of the wedding. So you do not know what your spouse looks like until she is walking down the aisle. You have eight weeks after your wedding. So you go on a honeymoon, you live together, you go through, you know, life together. And after those eight, weeks, eight or How 12 you go weeks, life together? eight or 12 weeks, after eight or 12 weeks, you decide whether or not you want to stay together or get divorced. Charles, it's a legally binding marriage. They're, they, they are actually married. Yeah. Married at first sight. Yes, married at first sight. Now, I will say, this current season, which we will talk about in about four minutes, because I know y'all want to talk about it. Um, this season is off the hook. That's all I can say. It's off the hook. But let me let me bring you back to season one. Season one is probably my favorite season because, it, first of all, it's the first. So you have nothing to compare it to. So you're you're going into this experiment blindsided. You have no idea what to expect. But what you do know is that you're getting married to a complete stranger and you have to go through life with them. So, you know, you have a woman that got married to a man and there was no attraction. She ended up crying on the floor because she was not attracted to this man. You had another couple that was you know, they connected at the wedding. They were attracted to each other. And then you had another couple that they were attracted to each other. If this was a black couple, they were attracted and they had a very physical relationship. So they connected sexually. Mm. But when it came time for conflict resolution and living together and discussing mm. finances, they were on mm. two separate pages. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to see how they operated on each other's working schedules, um, where they would live. It was, I mean, it was a very informative process. So it showed, Mm -hmm. so I'll talk about one couple. Um, She was an overnight nurse. He worked during the day. So when would they have time to, so when would they have time to spend with each other? They had to navigate how to, you know, craft, carve out time in their busy schedules to connect. She couldn't take off work. She had to make money. Um, he's a family person, so for her to always be at work, his family was like, why is she not coming around? You know, she wasn't all the way attracted, (laughs) so it's physical intimacy wasn't a thing. They weren't out here having sex, even though they're married, they weren't having sex because she Mm. wasn't attracted. Like like Drea said, Drea, exactly, it was the most authentic. It was Mm. so authentic. Even talking about finances, 
Um, you know, how much do you make? Like, what kind of place can we realistically afford? Should I live mm-hmm. with you? Should I live? Should Should you live with me? Should we buy mm-hmm. a new place together? But if we buy a place together, what can we afford? Right. Real. Real. Real talk. Real talk. Do we want children? Like, mm-hmm. what's your view on gender roles? Like, in mm-hmm. season one, there was one guy that was like, um, "I want someone where I can have sex with them all day." What do you think about a menage a trois? And she was like, excuse me? So some couples ended up staying married. Some ended up getting a divorce. So, you know, season one gave a picture. It painted a picture that you can have a blind arranged marriage and things still work out if you take the time to properly communicate, be your authentic self, trust the process, trust the experts and why they felt like you two were a match. Because to backtrack, you had experts that gave you this extensive questionnaire and background check. They took that information and that's how they figured out who your partner would be. (laughs) <laughs> so that's also a good that's also a good life lesson because there could be that's some things a big life lesson. that you may not have thought about when you initially filled out that questionnaire that comes up during the process for example on back to season somebody one, was lying let's call it that but somebody no, was lying we'll, we'll get there lying. somebody was lying okay. on this season but on season one on season one there was a black woman named there was a black woman named Monet, and Monet was an established black woman in her career. Established, she was making her money, had her own place, had direction and guidance in her career path. She did not like the fact that her husband, a black man named Vaughn, was not as established. He was in the military, but he was sort of aloof about things like whatever happens, happens. Wherever this goes, wherever that goes, Kesara, Sarah, she did not like that. So that's where they butt heads. When it came to the reunion show, you know, Vaughn said, well, why didn't you say that when you filled out your questionnaire? Did you say that you wanted somebody established in their career? And she said, you know what? I did not. So that show that teaches a lesson that you if you're gonna you have ask to, for. exactly you have to to ask you have to be explicit in what you want you have to know what you want and know what you don't want or you'll get paired with the wrong person. Hmm. It's it's a great process if it's done correctly, but this this last season, Charles, this last yeah. season, right Talk here. To Talk to me. Charles, I have a I have a, a good friend of mine who's, you know, in her 60s. And I was telling her about this show. I said, how would you feel if somebody set you up on a blind date and it turned into marriage? She's like, I don't think it's realistic. I don't think you can get to truly marry somebody and think you'll know their true authentic self. A, you have the cameras rolling. B, you have people that just want to be famous. So they're acting. C, there, there's no premarital counseling. 
There is no extensive background check. You can't possibly know everything about every person. And I'm like, no, I believe in this show. It's true. It's real. It's authentic. Charles, there's a man mm. on this show that had mm. a pregnant ex-girlfriend, a pregnant ex-fiance that nobody knew about. Jeez. He had just come out in a relationship in which he was engaged. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. So you got this cat who had a pregnant ex-fiance who gets picked to go on this show about meeting someone and getting married damn near immediately. So wait, so you have his name is Chris and you have the the wife whose name is Paige. So okay. the so the their conditions, you have to be single. Okay. Technically he was. He okay. was. Great. Okay. He had just gotten out of a relationship that was an engagement. He had recently called off an engagement. So mm -hmm. they get married. He is not attracted to his wife at all. What? The but here's the thing. They, you don't know what they look like. Like they don't know what the other person looks like. Oh, he's not attracted. He's not attracted. But check this out, Charles. Their wedding night after everything is said and done. And he lets mm. it be known to the public that he's not attracted. They have sex. House. Okay. Twice. <laughs> they have sex that night. They have sex that night and that morning. So hey, after my man he has was sex, like, my man after, was like, I'm gonna go get something out this deal. Her <laughs> body is sick though. I can't she is sick. She is gorgeous in her body. Yeah, she is a she has she a thing. She dragging a wagon. She is bad. Oh boy. And but that's what the father, so the father, so at the reception, the father and the friends point that out like. Y'all, she has a fat butt. So, what's funny? Oh, Kelly, you're right. Pastor Cal knew that he was recently engaged. So, getting to the wedding night, they have sex. That following morning, they have sex. After they have sex in the morning, mind you, with, with the sunlight coming in. Yeah. It's morning. <laughs> you can see people's facial features and stuff like that. Yeah. He has, a, he has a panic attack. He says, I'm going to get a breakfast menu. And he is gone for like hours. So she has no idea where he is. So have you seen my husband? <laughs> so she's like, have you seen my husband? I'm worried. He's nowhere to be found. He comes back and he's like, so I have to tell you something. You know, I had a panic attack. And I'm I'm really stressed out. And she's like, why? He's like, well, I'm just the, the attraction is not there. Now, Charles, how does so that is make she sense? not like facially? I think she's I think she's pretty. Or is, okay, when you have okay. if you if you saw his ex-fiance and then you saw Paige, you would say, Okay. He has a type. He likes pretty girl, pretty bougie, like light skinned, exotic looking women. And Paige is a brown skinned sister. She is pretty as well. She's pretty. So, you know, she's, of course, caught off guard. But guess what? This is not where it gets realistic. You get into a relationship or you meet people where you may not initially be attracted. It may not all... Go ahead. Barry. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to tell me the truth. 
Somebody was going to tell me the truth. My, my husband, but she's in no way ugly. Got it. Okay, all Charles, right. I'll send you a. I'll send you a picture after the show. Yeah, do, yeah, do, yeah. He's not Fiona from Shrek, but when you see his ex fiance and compare the two, of course, mm-hmm. the majority will say his ex fiance was prettier. They're both Got pretty it. to me. But okay. here's the thing: okay. who is not into their relationship? Who is not into their relationship? I mean, we all we've all done it. We've all Where done you're it. Not, you may not think your person. I've is probably been that person. <laughs> but they may have some bomb dingling you are or some fire cooch that makes you oversee. Like, you know what? You'd be you like, you know what? Some I, things. Can, I can get past them. Huh? No you problem. Know what? Exactly. That war, <laughs> it's a beauty mold. It's a beauty mold. It's a beauty mold. That, that lazy eye, you just see, you, that lazy eye, you just seeing, you, you watching my back. No, that Inside. lazy eye is, exactly. You watching my back. You watching exactly. my back and Those my front. Extra roles, God spent a little extra time on you. He gave you some extra skin. That's More than love. Know, right. You know, if we ever fall down the steps together, we good. You know, exactly. Like, Are you missing teeth? No problem. Wait, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, I, so I, 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 I got a picture. I got a picture. I've dated someone that looked like her. She's not bad looking at all. See? But again, if you see the ex-fiance, you'll see why he may feel that way. Here's a tag. Can you pull it up? Mm. <laughs> the lazy eye watching the back. <laughs> she, has a, she, she has a lazy eye, but guess what? Wait, she does? I, yeah. Oh, oh, God. Damn. Well, hey, man, look. But it's not, it's not, you have to really, like, focus it on it. It is what it is. It is what it is. But I don't him, want but nobody perfect. Thing, I'm gets, sorry. I don't want nobody worse. perfect. It gets worse. Is, it is, gets is, worse. Is this noticeable? So, God damn, son. <laughs> here's the thing. God damn. He comes back. This is the kicker. He comes back okay. and he gets a phone call. He gets a phone call and this is what the phone call is about. It's his ex-fiance that's calling to say she's pregnant. She's six weeks pregnant. Now, mind you, the process, there's a process to get to the wedding. It was several weeks. So while you're doing this process, you're still having sex with your ex-fiance. And now she's pregnant. So this is what he tells her. I am still in love with my ex-fiance. I want to make it work with my ex-fiance. I don't want another man to raise my child. So I think I'm going to make it work with her. You you think that'd be the end of it, right, Charles? No. Yeah. Yeah. This is Paige. God, I feel like God put us here for a reason. The experts matched us for a reason. So I feel like God is telling me to stay and try to work this out with him. So she's going through the motions with him. Every time he takes two steps forward, she takes those two steps forward. He takes two steps back. She goes with him two steps back. So it's like no matter what he does, she is holding on to the the hopes of being in a relationship. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, my, my producer over here is, is working it for real, for real. My producer is, I got damn. The ex fiance is pretty, isn't she? 
but that's still no excuse. It's still no excuse. It's still you no excuse. signed a contract to marry a stranger at first sight. So here's the thing. Let's let's say are we doing entertainment or is this truly reality TV? Because here's here's my here's my logic. And this happened on prior seasons where you had someone that was not attracted. This was the season prior. He was no two seasons prior. He was not attracted to her, and he told her on the wedding night, "I'm not attracted to you." I'm, I'm, hey, hey, I mean, what 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 else can you say to somebody who you've never laid eyes on, and that, you're supposed to marry this person? But and, that part's and, okay. That part is okay. Right. But if you're so unattractive, why are you having sex with them on multiple occasions? That's the part that I'm like, is this is this real? Cause well, niggas yeah. will get their dick wet for anything. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's real. <laughs> but I think that the the added dramatics to it, the added dramatics of the the pregnant ex baby mama and the the current wife willing to stay through all of his his verbal abuse. Like he's telling you, my heart's not in it. I'm not attracted. I love my ex fiance. I want to make it work. So, hey, right, so, so, so the cameras are still following these people after yes. they're married. And yes. and and. Wait, wait, what? Every day they still have sex? Bruh, yes. he want his cake. He want the icing. He want the candles. He want the party. He want the party favors. He want the hat. <laughs> he want no, the dumpster ride on. He want the pinata. <laughs> Unprotected sex at that. Bruh, I'm out. No, but you know what? That that part to me is realistic because wait, you, know, you have been... But it's still wrong. Uh, married and unattractive and not committed. Mm, and you still giving up wrong. Uh, so here's the thing. Here's the so thing. Now, you going to must run a shit club up. That's, 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 that's not unrealistic. That's not unrealistic. Charles, how many men do you know that even if they're not attracted to a woman, if they have a nice body, they will still have sex with her? It was the panic attack for me. It, it's the panic attack. Sir, why don't you have a panic attack during session number one? Why don't you have a panic attack during session number two? The, the sunlight is beaming on her face. You can see she took her makeup off. You can now see what she looks like. Your, your dick still got hard. Wow. wow. Look at that phenomenon. Okay, 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 okay. Let's dispel some... Let's dispel some myths here. The, the 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 male penis will get hard. Wind blow too hard. Friction. You know anything? I mean, will it stay? Exactly. We don't know. It's exactly. a whole different. It's a whole so different that, animal. But to have intercourse every day, uh, something is making. I mean, it's like a, it's like crossing the goal line in football. All it takes is the tip. But you know, whatever. Yeah. But so here's so here's the thing. That's the part that's not unrealistic for me. I think it's the whole dramatics behind their storyline that makes it so unbelievable. So you have okay. a pregnant ex-fiance. Right. Conveniently, all, conveniently yeah. pregnant. So he says, Oh, we're we're getting back together. We talked about it. He wants them all to sit down together. Him, the ex-wife, and the current wife. Oh, he got balls. So they sit down together. 
So, you know, Chris is like, hey, I wanted you all to sit down. Paige is like, yeah, you know, I've been having, you know, unprotected sex with Chris. And the girlfriend is like, the ex-fiance is like. Excuse him, why? Really? What? Pardon me? <laughs> and she's like, look, you know what? I I'm here to let you know that, you know, Chris and I are not getting back together. And we never will. So, Chris, you asked. So, Chris asked for a divorce from Paige because he said he was getting back with his ex-fiance. He sits down with ex-fiance and she tells Paige that her and Chris are not getting back together. I'm back from the dead. What the hell? So Chris is like, well, this talk Wait. didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. And so he gets up and leaves. I mean, I, I, I already know the man told a lie for nothing, but he told a lie for nothing. But then, Charles, it gets worse. How? They all leave. They disperse. You would think that it was over. He asked Paige for a divorce. He never moved into the apartment together with her. So we thought that was the end of the storyline. He Where whispers he to her. Huh? I don't, I don't know. They, he knows that. He knows that. Go. He has his own place in Atlanta. They all have their own places in Atlanta. So when they get married, they have a, a joint apartment. So, you know, it's over. He asked for a divorce. He's he parts ways with Paige. He whispers in her ear, I'm afraid of falling in love with you. They meet up again for another conversation. They meet up again. So, mind you, if you ask me for a divorce and you've publicly humiliated me, even in front of your ex-fiance that's pregnant, um, you would have to literally do an APB for me because you'd never find me. So they meet up again. And so they're talking and he's like, so, hey, I'm glad you came. He's smiling. She's smiling. They're talking. And basically it's like, well, you know, I didn't want pages. Like I didn't want it to end this way. And so she's like, well, what did you want? And he's like, well, what do you want? And she's like, I want to give this marriage another try. And he's like, yeah, let's give it another try. At what point do you question? It's the, it's the gaslighting for me. At what point do you question? Is this for entertainment or is this real? This cannot it's, be. This, 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 like Jay Z and 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 Scarface said, this can't be life. No, it really can't. It really can't. That's the part that gets me. It's the storyline is so all over the place that I don't even know what to believe, what not to believe. Charles, we don't even know if this girl is like really pregnant. Mm, right. She That's suffered, why I say conveniently. That's why I say conveniently. She suffered a she suffered a miscarriage, and he made a post on his Instagram showing a hospital bracelet. But here's the thing. You gaslight and you lie so much that people are questioning whether or not that's even legit. I can get a hospital bracelet for going there saying my nose has a bump on it. Bam. Hospital bracelet. So you have people like, can I have a, can I see a sonogram? And he's like, that's so insensitive. Is it though? I think what's insensitive is you having repeated sex with someone after saying that they are unattractive, ghosting them because you're having a quote-unquote panic attack, asking for a divorce days into a marriage, 
subjecting her to further humiliation by meeting with her and the ex-fiance so that the ex-fiance can flex on Paige. That to me is insensitive. But you get mad when someone asks to see a sonogram? Please tell me that the community as a whole is dragging this Negro. Oh, no, they're dragging him. But there are some people, like, I get it. Miss, to miscarry a child is one of the most devastating things for really anybody is. to endure. But considering really the context of how we got to this sad pregnancy, this pregnancy comes at such an inconvenient time that humiliates a willing participant. He uses this baby to ask for a divorce, to seek a divorce. So this is this is the kicker, Charles. So I feel like I'm leaving things out. When he tells her this, she's like, I will still support you along the way. I've dated men with children. I'm okay with this. So she's willing to be a stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> she's willing to be a stepmom so at this point mm -hmm. he's using every excuse in the book I love I well now I'm still in love with her I don't want anybody else to raise my child so you mean to tell me that you can't be an adequate father because you're not married to her help me help me the actual but again mis uh, miscarrying is is hard it's detrimental to anyone's mental health considering yes. a child yes. but when you are vilified on a show and when you Gosh. put yourself in the public eye i'm sorry that there are certain hoops that you have to jump through especially when you're known as a pathological liar. So do you have to show a sonogram? You probably have to. Sorry, that's what happens when you're a compulsive liar. I just feel like it's unfair. And I compared it to when Meg Thee Stallion got shot. Remember, people didn't believe her. They said, uh-uh, you didn't get shot. We have to see footage. So she posts, I don't know if she posted it or if somebody else posted it, but you see a picture getting out of the truck, trying to walk on two feet as you see a trail of blood. That's traumatic enough to watch. You have right. to watch yourself in agonizing pain, try to right. walk towards the cop car. Uh, right. That's not enough. We have to see Tori actually shoot you. That's the world we live in, man. It's so, it's so difficult managing your way through it. But again, I, when this is the fact that we don't even believe women when, when when they tell us stories, when they tell us stuff is happening to them that we don't believe them. Like it has to be some concrete evidence or what exactly, exactly, Darius, blaming the victim like all the time, like and it's. At gaslighting at that's gaslighting at its absolute worst. Where but I, I hated it. Here you are, you're 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 speaking your own truth. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden now it's like, oh well, what did you do? The fuck? 
Yeah. So I didn't I didn't mean to make that go left, but I just saw the comparison. No, that's real though. That, okay, I mean, but when it's, it's, when it's it. a black woman that is that is a victim here. Now that's that's my we have that's to, my we have, first, to, that's we have to give evidence. We have to give hard code evidence, but even when we give evidence, that's not enough. So with him, he posted he posts the the hospital bracelet, her hospital bracelet, and people are like, Okay, like that's the bracelet, but that's not really that's not really showing anything. But then you have women coming to his defense like he shouldn't have to show that like he, he's already going through enough what do y'all what, what do y'all want what do y'all want what, what do y'all want what we about to have a whole nother show we about to have a whole right. nother show so that, what, that, what do y'all want y'all y'all oh oh yeah so in looking at this entire storyline it is swallowing the other couples that are going through the same relationship process. Mm-hmm. So, again, is this real love or reality TV? Does this make you want to go and marry a complete stranger? Do you believe in arranged marriages now? Or do you think that, you know, being arranged will come with uh, a plethora of drama and baby mama's coming out the woodworks. Like, it really cheapens the process. Because, I, I mean, I do think that Probably it's a really... Like, you might just have a Maury series at this point. Exactly. It, but it, this is the sad part. It was a two, It's a two-hour episode. It's a two-hour episode. And at this point, people only watch for the drama. People only watch for their storyline. When you have one, two, three, four other couples that are living relatively, I'm not going to say normal, but it's right, not as normal. Right. If it's just like, oh, yeah, we're we're compatible. We meet the day of the wedding. We get married. We make it work. Blah, 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 blah. You know, your life becomes my life. My life becomes your life. Boom, 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 boom. Here, you got all this extra drama nonsense for the sake of nothing. All because one person... All because one person don't have the fucking balls to just like, hey, look, you know what? This ain't for me. I'm gonna be out. You can annul a marriage. You can annul a marriage. It's not hard. You got what? Uh, 120 days, 180 days, or something like that. Right. To right. annul it. Even if you cons- even if you consummate it. You but can get does, out. Do shows like this does it impact? one's willingness to try any of these processes or do you feel like that do you feel like the drama overpowers the actual content of what could be a a good relationship i think at this point i think it's the drama right now like i said like i said in the beginning we love to dwell on the crap that isn't ours yeah we love to feel like yes our life may be crappy but it ain't that shit (laughs) you you understand what i'm saying yeah it sucks because there i i really believed in the brand of married at first sight Mm. um there shows like you know life after lockup that for me was purely entertainment this doesn't Mm. make me want to fall in love with an inmate that's just Mm. not my thing even if there wasn't a show if someone said brett you should try uh dating an inmate no thanks I, I need my my government job and my security clearance. God bless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need love too, but it's just not for me. Um, I'll love you in the Lord. Um, I, shows I, like love just... is blind. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, show, shows like love is blind. Um, I would I try it? Absolutely, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. 
I've I've talked to people online that didn't have a profile picture, but their opening message to me was so freaking creative. Like, mm-hmm. if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? You can only choose between these three. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Like, I'm gonna give you some conversation because you know. It wasn't the hey Nubian mm. goddess full of love and grace walking this earth like it was your own place at your own pace. It was this one show, and it was like right in kind of the very like it was a lull in between like reality TV shows, and I can't even remember what channel it was on, and it only ran for like either a half a season or a whole season. And it was called Seven Year Itch or Seven Year Swap or something like that, where they were actual married couples, real life couples who were married. And they actually swapped spouses for a period of time in order to like, and these these couples had already had some issues prior to, you know, the, 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 the show. So I think that was so real. And God, I remember posting about this. I think it was like six, maybe seven years ago or something like that. And I was like, yo, this show is awesome. Like this show was great because it shows some real shit. And like, and and it just went to show like some people realize what I got at home is way better. Some yeah. of them understood, like, well, damn, some most of this is my fault. And some was just like, no, not wife swap. It wasn't wife swap. Mm-hmm. It wasn't wife swap. It was called seven year itch or seven year swap or something like that. Somebody go somebody do the Googles for me. But, but I even yeah. loved I even loved I I like that. That's a good premise of a show. Heck yeah. Just to see like, all right, you know, I've been in this marriage for this long amount of time. Do I got enough in the tank to keep going? Yeah. Or do I want to get out? Right. But I even love white, like I even loved Wife Swap. I don't think Wife Swap was so heavily scripted that it's unrealistic. There are times in people's marriages where you feel like you're undervalued, underappreciated, and some people just get curious. What else is out there? What else is out there? Sometimes you have to be with other people to see how good you have it at home. And I, I, what I loved about each episode of Wife Swap is that that's what happened. Like they would, you know, say, well, I don't like this. I don't like that X, Y, and Z. But those same things that they didn't like ended up being something that they missed or appreciated when they got back. For example, there was one, there was one husband that was like, you know, my wife, she's super strict. She's always cleaning. Everything has to be in this proper place. Everything has to be orderly, one, two, three, A, B, C. So they sent this uber liberal woman there like, yeah, we're free spirits. We're going to do whatever we want to do. If you want to throw some food against the wall, leave it there. It's artistic. If you want to have dirty laundry on the floor, leave it. It's the character. It's what they want to do. Be free. But once he had that, for him, it's overwhelming. Like, so if I'm not cleaning up. And she's not cleaning. No, if I'm not cleaning up and she's not cleaning up, now we have a dirty house. That. Now we have a dirty house. The right. kids are running amok, not doing homework, lack of structure, mm-hmm. lack of order. So by the end of the show, he's like, I miss my wife. I miss my wife. I miss my wife. I need Listen, order. I need my it's, wife. It's, I'm telling you, it's, it's, 
it, it and and it goes it, it, nature versus nurture. Like, yeah, you, you may not get your little twenty, but that eighty is real. I love that show. I love that show. What's one of my favorites too? One of my favorites. Mm. So let's read something from Kelly. Kelly said, "Right now, it's the entertainment piece." I wouldn't dare put myself in the position now, but prior to this season, I considered it. Kelly, oh, wow. you're, you're, no, but she, what she feels is what I'm reading about on a lot of these Facebook groups, even down mm. people's timeline. People, people were believing in the married at first sight brand. Like, look, mm. this is someone's last ditch effort at getting married. Like, somebody mm. is literally getting to know you on paper and matching you with someone. That they feel would be your perfect compliment. You get a free wedding, you get free rings, you get to live somewhere free, and you get some money on top of that. You get fame, stardom, you get a following, you get so many perks just by marrying this person at first sight, and you find the love of your life possibly. But with all that's going on, with all of the drama, and with all of this unrealistic scripted BS, it's like, is this show? I think it's doomed from the start. I mean, because all the things that you mentioned are attractive. It's, you know, you get your free wedding. You get your free rings. Like you say, you get somewhere to live. You get money. You get fame. You get following. You get all of this stuff. That's more attractive. Like, yeah, I'll go marry somebody, for, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm trying to get my follows up. You, heard me, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to launch this, you know, new product or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need that. But I think the, the spirit behind it is not genuine at all. Right. It's not. It makes, it, if it's, it's, masking itself as it's genuine like okay can two people two people who have never met fall in love and get married the same day oh. I, I, I don't see it i don't i don't see it like so it sounds like it sounds real fairy taleish but with everything that comes along with it like like you like you were saying all of the perks or whatever that you were saying it's going to bring out a bunch of people who just want the fame, who want the glory, who want the shine. I get, here's the thing. The last season, Charles, was probably one of their best seasons because out of five couples, four remain married. And oh, that's cool. Th it wasn't a, an overly charged season. There wasn't so much drama that I felt like I was invested in one couple over the other. Like each couple had its own ups and its own downs. And I found myself equally invested in each couple. Each couple offered what they offered. Each couple was different. And I appreciated the diversity across the board. But this season, there's so much drama with Chris and Paige's storyline that they alone swallow up everybody's interest so far. So I feel badly for the other four couples. I didn't even remember their names until earlier this morning. I'm like the pilot and the girl that always drinks. Um, the really the like the girl, girl always and the guy with the funny hair. The guy who loves the '80s and this like mm. boring vanilla chick. Mm. So that that's that's the thing that 
you know, leaves me so disheartened about the Married at First Sight brand because I feel like they cheapened it so much. They cheapened it so much with the drama. And, I think that, and, and, it's, now, a and it's a setup for next season. It's a setup for the same kind of shit next season. But you, there are people that are like, I, I thought I wanted to be on the show, but not if this is going to be my fate. Nobody wants be to somebody be somebody be like, yo, bring me on there. Watch me show my butt. Y'all thought, what's his name? Chris? Y'all thought Chris was wild. Yeah, watch me go watch me go crazy. Or thing, somebody right? like Paige, like, ha ha ha. Watch me, like, I tell him I got, you know, I got four baby daddies. I'm like, hey. Yeah, the thing is, um, you know, you can be, there are people that are questioning, like, is Paige really weak? Is, mm. you know, is she really like this in real life? We don't know what these contracts say. That's another part of reality TV. Right. You're, you're right. bound by a contract. So the contract could is say. she trying to save her own face, you know, by just, you know, not being the angry black woman or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it could be a whole host of things. Or it could know. be, you know, you're bound to stay on this show. You're contractually bound to be here for the entirety of the show. So if that means we have to drag out your storyline until the end. So be it. So who knows? But that's why, you know, I would have to read the fine print of this contract. I don't care if they offer me $20 million. My right. integrity and how people view me, right. I, I, right. I represent myself. I represent my mom, uh, my sister, my nephew. I represent other Black women that are on this dating path. I never right. want to portray myself to be a weak, emotionless, woman that lacks self-esteem and self-worth, especially as a woman that I feel like I can relate to. I can relate to Paige. We're both brown skin and we both are, we're beautiful. We have good paying jobs. I expected more out of her. So it's like, sis, you having us out here looking like black women don't deserve love, that we don't deserve to be respected, treated with honesty, dignity, respect, loyalty, any of that. You look I'm perpetuating weak. the stereotype that oh the, the, the thin light skinned chick is gonna get everything. I hate that. That's what I hate the most. Like, sis, do you not know you're an effing queen? I wish somebody would say, I don't think you're attractive. You thought I was attractive last night and this morning. Boop. Well, I think I'm gonna go be with my ex-fiance. Toodaloo. Run me my money. Toodaloo. I'm flabbergasted. I want to meet with you and your ex-fiance. You better believe I would have been wearing a royal garb. I would have been like, I need y'all to, to fly me in a golden throne. I would have worn a golden crown. I would have worn a robe. <laughs> Come and enter, enter peasants. <laughs> I'm a queen, and for you won't forget it. Mm. Hello. Mm. They're like, Brittany, you're off, Brittany, you're off the show. All right, you're you're out of your contract. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. God, Lord. Like, how do you even... Oh, yeah. I just feel like reality TV has cheapened the process of dating and relationships. And I think that's why a lot of people are afraid of it because of what they see on TV, what they see on social media. Mm -hmm. They don't see enough of the real life. Mm -hmm. They don't see real life. 
You know, they don't they don't see the things called healthy communication, not communication, healthy communication. Mm. Mm-hmm. They don't see compromise. They don't see conflict resolution. They don't see that kind of stuff. Instead, all we see are happy pictures and then drama. We don't see anything in between. You know you can have a a disagreement that doesn't resolve around drama of that nature. You don't always have to yell and scream and deflect. You know, you can actually talk and say, you know, you did something and it made me feel a way. I did. I didn't realize that. Thanks for bringing mm-hmm. that to my attention. Mm-hmm. N- not everything has to revolve around being gaslit. Mm-hmm. I see so much gaslighting on this season. I'm just like, so we don't know how to talk in relationships. And that's the other thing that I wish these shows had. Therapists. So Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. whoa. Therapists. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So there's nobody guiding these people through um, their you nonsense. Licensed, you have licensed experts, but they're not licensed therapists. What the hell is an expert? Hmm? What the hell is an expert? Right. Expert in what? I need therapists. I need like licensed some... therapists. That's the only thing that's missing for me. There's so much My going on. Hurt. There's so much going on, but they're not being counseled by licensed therapists. Somebody needs to be guiding these people. What? Somebody. I, I know we're young, but she's doing her thing. But God dang. But seriously, like, that is something that I think is missing in a lot of these reality shows. They're navigating yeah. through relationships and arguments with no guidance and no direction when you have people that get Especially. paid. They get paid to, and they specialize and making sure that you have a healthy and functional relationship. And we wonder why people don't want to go to therapists because we don't see the benefits of it. You know, I can tell you too, I'm blue in the face, Charles, therapy works. Charles, I love therapy. What better platform than social media or even television? You can see it played out like, you know what? Well, they're giving some really good advice. Now, granted, I know sessions are bound to confidentiality, but guess what? We're on a show. You're on a show. You left all that out the door. Exactly. That's all out the window. Show the benefits of talking to licensed and trained. Yes. Professionals. Practicing clinicians. Yeah. Like, okay. So I think that's what, I think that's what these shows lack to show some sort of credibility. Now I feel like this this season would not make me question if it's for entertainment or if it's is real life. If they had licensed therapists that, you know, sat down weekly with each couple, because I don't know a single therapist that would say, you know what, I think you should stay in this marriage. <laughs> I think what you're doing is absolutely admirable. They should get their license revoked. Yeah, I think what you're doing is admirable. Staying Speaking in there. Therapist, the yes, Carrie, our resident uh, therapist for Dating University. Uh, yeah, I nominate you. Yeah, I nominate you. Yeah. So that's 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 what tonight's show was about. Um, I could go on for days. I can go on for hours because I'm passionate. I'm so passionate about this kind of stuff. Yeah, Carrie, you already know you are welcome anytime. 
All you gotta do is just say, "Hey, I want to come on and talk." You know, okay? Yep. Yep. That's all you gotta do. Come on. Because my heart mm. is full. I love doing shows on Thursdays. Yeah, absolutely. Best I day love of the doing week. shows on Thursdays. The best day of the week. Charles, what are you doing after this? Hanging out with my lady. Oh, that has such a ring to it. <laughs> Derry, what are we doing, baby? Write in the comments below. Why are you going to put that man on this? <laughs> like going to bed, probably. Listen, because the naps. <laughs> I love you guys so much, Charles. I love you. To Charles is lady. To Charles is lady. I love you too. Um, congrats <laughs> again, Charles. Life is good. Thank God is good. Good night to all of you. I love you all. Stay safe. Stay masked up. Yes, please. I know it's I know it's warm out. Should we do another picnic? Yes. It's been a while. We, we, will, do, do we will do a picnic when it gets warm. We'll still, we'll still. Oh, yeah. make we still gonna be distance like a mug. We still gonna be this masked picnic. up like the last time. See so, this? Yeah. So, uh, Daquan, you know what it is. You know what? I'm trying to lose weight. I gained about <laughs> 50 pounds of Daquan. I walked. I walked. I walked. I was able to walk. To our venue, but had to get rolled away when it was over. Listen, so I'm not, I'm not doing that again. With everything that we took home, I was like, salad. oh my god! I want salad and water. Yeah, salad and water. They like, make some barbecue salad or something. Like no I, I, salad I with no dressing. I want lettuce. I want <laughs> lettuce with nothing on it. Just lettuce. <laughs> water. I want off-brand water. I want water so off-brand I can't even taste it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I do this show. <laughs> oh, I don't even want a brand. I want no label right. on it. Right, no so label on it. It's just it's a random <laughs> bottle. Just be like, here, take this. And it's like half open, half half yep. empty. Be like, yep. all right, Perfect. fine. <laughs> less water weight. Less water weight. I'll weigh less in the morning. Perfect. Amen. 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 You got us, Daquan. You got us. Dessert. See, look, everybody know about Daquan Biscuit. Everybody know exactly. about Daquan Biscuit. Exactly. What's the dessert? Ice. Ice. Not cream. Ice. Ice. Just, you know, and, and get a sip of air. Just... That's good. That's good, Charles. I like you thinking. I hold like it, you and, thinking hold it and hold what? it while you walk to the cup. See, there you go. It's grilled chicken, spinach, and feta cheese. Yes, Lord. Talk to me. Jeez. That's dairy. No. Lettuce. Look, hey, look, hey, hey. Grilled chicken. No calories. What? Salad. Huh? Lettuce. Dressing will be a uh, lemon juice. Citrusy, a citrusy blend of lemon juice, lime juice. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Protein. Eat it before you come. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> eat, eat the Drink a protein shake before you come. Okay. For you nasty right. people, for you nasty folk, get your protein a different way. Okay. 
And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Dayton University Show. I'm your co-host, Charles, along with Brittany. <laughs> ah, Lord, if you like what you hear, if you like what you see, you want to continue to hear us, please like, comment, and share. Subscribe to us everywhere. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Google Playlist. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on iHeartRadio. We're a little bit everywhere. So, and also, if you also feel so inclined to, go buy something from the merch shop. Go buy something here. You know what I'm saying? Eddie trying to buy this house. Y'all playing with my life. Why do y'all, why do y'all watch me? I, I don't, I don't y'all, even know. Y'all get in the eyebrows. Let him know it's real. You know, y'all know what it is. You know, we haven't done like a really risque show since. What show was that? We have not done a risque show in a while. So, you know, I, it, it's, it's warming up. I think uh, do you have the dog is needed. It's going to have to be a private Zoom. That, that's it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with Private team, it. it's not being recorded. That's it. And yes. That's all. yes. Um, there will be a cover charge. Listen, because with the cap, we can't have y'all, too many. We've been giving y'all these jewels for free for four years now. Yeah, we can't have too many. Too, we can't have too many people in the room because. Uh, Let's talk threesomes and orgies. I'm fine with that. Who, who wrote that? You already know who wrote that. Uh, I, yeah. We love y'all. On that note. We love y'all. Peace!